Let's stay focused here. Let's stay uh, professional. Let's enjoy a nice presentation from Matt Marinoff tonight, how to uh, kick the butt of the bank. And I'm really excited to uh, see what he has to say. Actually, I, I have no idea what this presentation is exactly about. So I'm really excited to listen. Uh, my name is Aaron Fregnito. I'm one of the owners of People's Capital Group. So a lot of you on this webinar knowing me, Aaron Fregnito of People's Capital Group. Maybe you've been to our many networking events with the New Jersey Real Estate Network, or maybe you've seen me on our uh, multiple uh, podcasts. We have about 120 podcast episodes, the Passive Cash Flow Podcast. And we do these webinars actually every Thursday at 11 a.m. So I'm really excited to have Matt today. Uh, to, next week, we actually have Joel Kraut with uh, BRR Lending. And then after that, we have Victor with uh, Clear Sky Title. A clear sky's title the week after that. So lots of big heavy hitters coming up, but this one's going to be awesome. I mean, Matt is full of excitement. I'm excited to hear what he has to say. By the way, if you are looking to learn more about passive real estate investing and looking to build your wealth in New Jersey apartment buildings, that's what we focus on at People's Capital Group. So maybe you're following us already. Maybe you're not. If you're not following us, be sure to go to peoplescapitalgroup.com and check out all of our content there. And uh, hey, without further ado, Matt, I'm going to hand it off to you. I'm ready to rock, my friend. Thanks. I appreciate it. Aaron, thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. You're actually one of the you know, peers in the uh, in the industry that I respect. So when you asked me to come on, this is really a no-brainer. Um, so, you know, basically, I, I just want to be able to, you know, say thank you for everybody who, who tuned in. And if you didn't make the live presentation, obviously, as Aaron said, he's going to be doing, you know, recording it. So... Without further ado, I know I have about 45 minutes. If you can hold your questions to the end, that'd be really super great. And let's just get into it. So basically, my name is Matt Marinoff. I'm the owner creator of a company called Real Estate Recovery Group. As of 2023, I'm 18 years embedded in short sales. Primarily, we do, we've done New Jersey, but I had a crazy concept in 2015 to try to help people on a national level. So this is a little bit behind the scenes of the information that I actually do where I train people uh, to basically be savages. Today, there's no selling and it's just, you know, pure informational purposes only. So without further ado, short sales are coming back. Are you ready? I want to be cool. I, I want to be completely clear about something. Quick note, short sales never went away. Short sales will never go away. Um, and basically, you know, I know because you know, personally I've been doing it. Uh, and as I said, I've been doing short sales since 2005. Now, if you've noticed, a couple of things have changed. Uh, 2005, I had hair. In 2023, uh, I chose to shave my head. Actually, late 2022, because I was balding in the back. And I said, you know, I'm not going to be like these guys and trying to hold on to it. So, you know, bold is beautiful, ladies and gentlemen. Your short sale success, learning from experience. All right. What are we going to cover? Well, we're going to cover primarily bankruptcy in new jersey but you'll get the gist of the bankruptcy side of it uh, buying short sales at discounted prices uh who do you identify uh, as in real estate pre-foreclosures foreclosures finding motivated sellers uh seeking to do short sales negotiating get the right price with the bank completing short sales faster and teaming up with leaders obviously that's very important at People's Capital Group, we help you invest in real estate. Build your wealth by owning professionally managed apartment buildings in the northern New Jersey market. We want to show you how owning real estate is attainable, even for the busy professionals that don't have the time or experience investing in real estate. 
Now we only work with select people who are serious about building wealth. So find out if you qualify at peoplescapitalgroup.com. So bankruptcy in the state of New Jersey, this is important because I want people to understand and get a concept and a grasp of you know what I'm dealing with, what's going on. Filings chapter 13 has increased approximately 26% present. Now we went from, what was it? As far as the filings from about 118,000 to 150. And this is towards the, uh, the end of September of 2022. Now, I just want to, I want to make this clear. A lot of things have happened because of COVID. Now, because this has happened, obviously the COVID market made the, the whole industry out of control as far as values. So a lot of people were overpaying for the properties. I believe that this stuff is going to pay a piper in the long run over probably the next three to four years. You're going to see repercussions from that. Bankruptcies and filing, uh, including all chapters, uh, has an increase of about 6% from 2021, November um, to, you know, uh, like I said, you know, 6%. <clears throat> So I'm trying to blow through this part because this is not for everybody in all states. Now, this is important. Chapter 11 filings is increased 27%. I'm sorry, 74%. 74% has gone from 198 filings to 345 filings that have been reported um, in November 2021. Okay, so it's uh, 100 more cases have been filed in related Chapter 11 files uh, due to the crypto exchange and the FTX uh, trading. So guys, we're, we're, I believe we're at a pivotal point right now where things are going to really start to change and start to get sexy in the real estate industry. Not so much mainstream, but possibly distressed. And just because it's a distressed sale doesn't mean it's a short sale. Remember that. Um, October 31st, 2022, New Jersey foreclosures rose past six months um, from 2021 to 2022. Now, obviously the figures aren't out yet for 2023 yet, but foreclosure rate in the state, uh, they're showing that one in every 410 homes um, has now uh, been filing for bankruptcies. And I think we are the second highest in the nation. This is important because I want people to understand this how and who do you identify as and this is how i run my business and this is what i've been doing for almost the last 18 years when i talk to people i want to know you know who they identify as not the thought not the stuff that's coming up you know on social media identify as so and so i'm talking about as far as services realtors investors attorneys title companies mortgage people hard money lenders private lenders jv partners and obviously, you know, different types of marketing options. Now, I'm going to leave this screen up for a second. So if people want to take a screenshot of it, take a picture of it, absolutely do that. This is important because when you're talking with someone, regardless of who they are, and you're trying to find out the who, what, when, and why, you want to figure out who you're going to be working with. So these are actually, you know, obviously very important. Listing agent buyer agent, referral agent, investors, buy and hold investors, fix and flip investors, wholesalers, not a huge fan of, realtors, sell attorneys, buyer's attorneys, bankruptcy attorneys, title companies. Guys, not all title companies are the same. 
Some are local title companies and some are national. Also, the type of service they provide, obviously, if you work with various different title companies, you would know that there's multiple different issues. Mortgage people, not all the same. Some are brokers, some are direct lenders. Some have had really bad experiences. Some have had really great experiences. Finding hard money lenders. Find out the different programs that each hard money lender offers. Each hard money lender company might offer different type of services that you may or may not you know, be aware of. Private lenders, off-market investors, raising private money. That's massive. People don't understand that in 2007, 2008, when things went really haywire, remember, I was in the industry, and at that time, people were paralyzed. So pre, right, raising private money obviously is something that has sparked an interest over the last you know, 15 years or so. Uh, private, uh, you know, partnering up with JV partners. You know, design your own terms. You don't have money, but you have an asset. You have a project that you want to work on. Some people are really game to work with you uh, and, and obviously jump on opportunities. Marketing options. Listen, there's a ton of these different things that are out there. But today, with the essence of time, I'm going to cut it short. Lead gen, having people that are callers, uh, network marketers, mailers, you know, door knockers. Um, you know, people don't like to be called door knockers. So, you know, I call them house hunters. Everybody has a different term for terminology. Let's get into it a little bit. Pre-foreclosures. Pre-foreclosures, when I look or I think about a pre-foreclosure, this is what I think about behind the scenes. Guys, if you think I'm going too fast, don't worry about it. We've got questions at the end. And obviously, you know, this thing is the, the video is being recorded. So you can watch it over and over again. Off-market distressed properties. Obviously, if it's distressed property, we don't know if it's necessarily a short sale, but we do know that the property's in pre-foreclosure. Pre-foreclosures come in all different types of sh uh, sh shapes and sizes, from utility bills to tax liens. So don't think that it's just mortgage-related, all right? Um, what's a great way to find these types of sources? Liz pendants. Obviously, you can Google them. And there's different products out there that obviously you can use to skip trace different people. Um, county courthouse, local uh, local sites, uh, comes down to each county. That's something that's very easy too. You can Google that as well. These are some, some of the things that I've utilized over the last you know, 18 years. Marketing, advertising, networking is massive when it comes to pre-foreclosures. And most people don't know how to do it. A lot of it is common sense, and people think that, well, well, I'm thinking of uh, maybe I want to go to, you know, my local uh, courthouse and talk with the sheriff's department. Great. Some people see high grass, and they think, oh, wow, uh, maybe that property is in distress. So there's various different options that you can do to make yourself successful in this industry. Contacting real estate agents. Well, not everybody wants to talk to a real estate agent because, Real estate agents have a tendency of feeling that they're going to push people in a certain direction, and maybe that's not the property that they want to buy, and there's certain you know, particulars that they have that they're looking for, and people don't listen. Investment clubs, massive source to get leads. Contacting attorneys. Nobody thinks about it, but why not contact an attorney? Say, hey, do you have anything that's just stress-related that maybe I could take a look at? 
let them know what you're looking for. And, you know, you, maybe you can go shopping. Who knows? These are just a few to na uh, name a few. Foreclosures. Not really my area of expertise, but I want to make it known that obviously there's ways that you can look into these types of projects. So you could team up with a good REO agent. What is REO? REO is real estate owned property. This is where the property has gone to uh, foreclosure. It's gone to a sheriff's auction. Uh, it's gone through an auction itself. So at that point, you'll be dealing with the asset manager directly. Um, you know, Try to find the asset managers if you can. I hit all social media, all types of people that are out there. LinkedIn is a massive, massive source for anything real estate related. Now, I don't really get a tremendous amount of leads off of LinkedIn, but I've done a tremendous amount of stalking and research for people that are on LinkedIn. So you take that for whatever it's worth. How are you going to determine it's a short sale? Guys, this is really important. And this is my biggest pet peeve when it comes to people that are out there that are looking for distressed real estate. Nobody wants to take the time to find out, is it a short sale? They just assume the person's behind in their mortgage, it's a short sale. Well, that's not the case. So these are you know, some of the key factors that help me determine and train other people that are out there so they understand how to go after short sales, okay? Most importantly, key factor, find out what the house is worth. You want to know what the property is worth because you want to know based off of the worth of that asset based on what's going to possibly come up on title or might be prospective issues that might show up, okay? You're going to want to find out the following. And when I say this should be your holy grail, if anything else, this picture right here, this slide will help you determine whether or not a property is actually going to fall victim to a short sale. All right. Equity lines, mortgages, liens, judgments. Now, this is new for 2023, and it's really important. And this is something that I've added to my repertoire, whereas it's very important to ask these questions. Now, obvious, obviously, loan modifications have been around forever. But because of the pandemic and what happened during the forbearance, all right, forbearance loan, okay? Do they have a forbearance against the property? That's very important, okay? Was there a deferment of that loan? These are questions you need to ask people that may or may not be potentially distressed real estate. Not for nothing, but if I was a real estate agent in today's market, I probably would ask point blank, look, I know you say that, you know, you believe you have X amount of equity in your property, but just out of curiosity, has any of the following actually happened yet? Now, lastly, I want you to note this. Most people spend money on photos. They, they, they do the cinematography. They do all these different things for marketing the property, but nobody ever thinks to run title. Do you know how many times I run into a situation on a property where I'm finding out that you know, there was a lien on the property and they go through the whole process, two, three months marketing it. They find a, a buyer for the property uh, and, and then they find out that there's a lien on the property. So it's scary, but maybe think about, you know, getting a, a, a little bit of a rundown on the property. Just have a kind of an idea of what you're dealing with. All right. So buying short sales at discount prices. All right. 
this is important and i want everybody to listen up because people always say oh my god it's the highest offer it's the highest it's the best offer that's not necessarily true and also cash offers are not always the best offers to the bank the bank doesn't care they want to know can you close in a timely manner they don't care whether it's cash or whether it's a check and let's face it if you're some of the people that are out there i'm going to buy a house cash next thing you know they get in the hard money loan that's not cash all right that's a hard money loan now if you have you know private investors and you have cash that way and you can actually show proof of funds in an account maybe that's a little bit different right timing is everything when it comes to short sales i tell people all the time Try to get the homeowners when they're in the beginning of distress. Let them find out what their options are. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be ready. But you can basically put them in your tickler file and follow up with those people and make sure that they understand that, you know, you are, you're the rock, right? Uh, you're, you're the sounding board for them to help them. Or in this case, you've got a little bit of a chalkboard background. All right. As a buyer, can you build, you need to build a long lasting relationship and you could do it very quickly you could also burn bridges really quickly so always be 100 percent direct in what you're looking for as a buyer because people are going to be able to flush out your bs so be careful because as fast as you are on someone's number one list and in the top five you can easily become someone's on someone's blacklist all right all right you want to source motivated homeowners sellers that basically are seeking to do short sales so look you want to work with people that are motivated right don't you know don't be afraid you know to to, to check the temperature you want to find out how serious are they about selling a property not everybody's serious about selling a property they want to know what their options are you know what they do after that they take their head and they bury it back in the sand they get a knock on their front door, all of a sudden they wake up out of their coma. And at that point, they decide, hey, you know what? Maybe at this point, I need to call that person back and see what I can do. Don't wait until it's too late. And that's what you need to tell homeowners. Don't wait until it's too late. Find out what people have done in the past, okay? Find out what went wrong. So if somebody's in distress, something happened along the way, whether it's a job loss, whether it's uh, a spouse, uh, passing, whether it's uh, a, a separation and a, you know, a divorce, anything is possible. I've pretty much heard it all. So don't think like, you know, oh my God, I've never heard this scenario before. If you have an issue and you want to call me, you want to ask me a couple of questions, I have no issues with that. Always have your questions ready when you're talking to individuals that are in distress. Make it automated. Guys, what I mean by this is if you have to build a landing page for people, not necessarily to send it out, but have it so it's a link on your telephone. Have it so it's a link on your, your screen, your monitor. Uh, if you have people doing call, you know, cold calling, maybe you want to give that to them. And then, you know, you can go in different directions. So let's say you ask them a general question. They don't agree with it. Now it goes a different direction. You ask that same general question. It goes in a completely different, different direction. Have everything automated so you can be able to do what's right and make sure that people understand truly what their options are, all right? All right, know your options. When I say know your options, this is massive for a homeowner. Now, I talk to homeowners day in, day out, and I've been doing it for forever. 
I ask them, are you looking for options? What type of options are you looking for? Money is not always the motivational factor, right? And in the majority of the time, it's really, uh, it, it's time. They need time. Now, yes, you haven't paid your mortgage in five years, and all of a sudden there's a sheriff's sound like, oh, my God, I need six months. Well, you had five years, you know, and the banks, nah, they don't really care. So make sure that you convey this to them in a nice, subtle way when you're talking with people that are potentially motivated. Being able to steer the conversation, being able to talk to these people and letting them understand what's going on is really important. How do I know it? I tell people all the time, put me in the hot seat. Put me in the hot seat so I can offer solutions. Give them options, right? If you don't have options and you don't have solutions and you're talking to somebody and saying, hey, you haven't paid your mortgage. Yeah, it's a short sale. That's ridiculous. So remember that, all right? Some of these phrases have worked really super well with me over the years. And why divert from them? If it's a wheel and it's round and it doesn't have any hiccups in it and there's no flat tires, there's no reason to change that tire. So in a perfect world, what could help, right? What, what, what do you want help with? What can I help you with? In a perfect world, what's the best case scenario for you? Let them know that you're here to help them avoid foreclosure. Sound good? You always want to ask them a question because you want to keep people that are in distress, obviously, uh, interactive in what you're trying to do. Because if you don't, it's kind of like, you know, they're starting to you know, fade off a little bit. Like some people watching this presentation right now are probably bored to death because they already know these types of things. But I'm sure there's a ton of people on here that don't. So please bear with me. So making sure that they understand that foreclosure should never be an option and that you want to help and make sure you always end it with a question. Uh, I'm going to work on the file until the bank, you know, issues a restraining order against me. We're going to work on this property until the bank uh, comes at me with a restraining order. You know, we don't want you to go into foreclosure. We want you to avoid foreclosure. Is that good? Yeah. Okay, great. Just keep it moving. Now, just so we're clear, we're on the same page. I actually did write a book. And I'm not promoting my book. I'm letting you know that on page 30 of my book, I actually have in there, it's not a no until you get a restraining order. <laughs> That's my phrase. So I like that. So, hey, Matt, by the way, I am uh, going live on Facebook, so I will have the full recording for everyone. Uh, I'll just download it from Facebook. So we're all good. Okay, cool. Awesome. So again, page 30 of the book, it actually has that phrase that we just talked about. So it's important that everybody understands that. Um, I am the short sale savage, and I have been doing this since 2005. So let's just uh, you know, throw that out there. All right. Back to business. Negotiating the great price with the bank. I want everybody to understand that you can just throw out numbers if you want. But the bottom line is, if you're not on the same page with the bank, and you're not going to give the bank the information that they need as far as ammunition to help you. Remember, the bank isn't, they're not your enemy, but you really do need to show them the actual value and where you're headed. So understanding your marketing or the market and the house market that you're in and negotiating is super important. Always be upbeat, no matter what, no matter who's on the other side, you know, the line you're talking with. I've had some real zombies on the other line. And I, it, it cracks me up to this day 
that these people in this type of line of work, they truly, some of them, not all of them, hate their job, they hate lives. And, you know, they're basically the, the gatekeeper to getting you to where you need to be to get, get to the next phase to hopefully get a short sale approval. So always have a positive attitude uh, with the people that you're dealing with at the bank. You want to, you want it to be a win-win situation. Me personally, you know, I don't like the word no. When I say, when they say no, the negotiator says no. I say, you said yes, right? And they go, no, I said no. Sounds more like a yes to me. And they laugh, the majority of them, even some of the zombies. Um, and I say, it feels better to say yes, doesn't it? Repeat after me, say yes. Yes, right? Yes, yes sounds better than no, right? So that's the way that I go at working on these transactions. I don't like the word no. No, it's a naughty, dirty word, and we don't like that, right? Be professional with all your documentations, right? And you want to be careful in what you send. Don't overshare. They ask you for specific documents, send it. Don't send documentation that they don't ask for, okay? Try to make it so you know ahead of time that accounts are not being cross-referenced, meaning if you have one checking account bouncing into a savings account, that savings account is bouncing into another checking account. Those things can actually bring up a lot of red flags, can shut your file down super quick, especially when the homeowner doesn't want to divulge that information. All right. Keep the facts correct. Show the banks you're a leader in your field. Even if you're brand new, even if you're part time, you are a full time negotiator or work with somebody who's a negotiator, know what they're doing uh, and, and have the success that you really deserve. All right. As I said before, I do love the word. Yes, I hate the word. No. All right. What's going to happen? You know, you're going to get an accepted offer. You're going to get a de declined offer. You're going to get a counter offer. You know, what happens if you, you know, if something happens, you end up getting, you know, a restart. I hate restarts. You're literally starting the file all over again. And it could be as easy as the homeowner not giving us documentation and helping us move to the next phase that we need to do. So I know there are people on here that we've actually done business with. And I believe my team is on here as well. And they can agree with me that I would say probably if we ask for something, we need it in 24 to 48 hours. After that, we could be in danger of that file being closed out. Okay. Um, obviously, your time is important. And so is everybody else's. So remember, you're engaging with urgency from the very beginning. These people are in distress. They're basically, you know, sloths at this point. They haven't paid their mortgage in most cases. Uh, and I'm not saying that, you know, to be, you know, facetious or, you know, sound like a bad person, but they're used to not paying their mortgages. Now, in the beginning, their credit starts to slip. They're like, oh, my God. And the credit slips. And they're like, oh, my God, this is so much great. I, I have an extra $6,000 a month I could play with. I can go on vacation. I could go get that car I always wanted. You know, you'd be surprised the train wrecks that we run into. The other thing that's really important and time is valuable is follow up. You got to follow up like a monster, like a short sell savage. And after you're done following up, you got to negotiate. And maybe you might have to follow up a little bit more. That's the nature of the business of what I do and what my team does and what my team does every single day. If you can't do that, I'm not saying don't get involved in short sales, but find people that are out there that, you know, kind of they're, they're savages. This is what, we, what they do. You will not have the success 
that we have because people don't like to follow up. And if you don't follow up, you're not going to succeed. I'm sorry, in this business. Now, along with all the fr other frustrating factors, you've got to be patient, right? Um, you've got to be level-headed when you're talking to these people, speaking complete sentences. I've been known to ramble on, which you've noticed in this, I have not. And I'm trying to keep things straightforward because I have, I'm on a time frame. So be like that, okay? Be educated in the market space that you're in. Show these people, show the people you're talking with that, are, that you're a leader. All the way from the, the buyer, the buyer's agent, listing agent, whoever's involved in it. Make sure all the paperwork is correct the first time you send it into the bank. This could be a complete colossal mess up if you don't have this. One thing could be wrong on it. They'll mark it incomplete. That file will go in, you know, in, in the garbage. And you're thinking that they're looking at the file. So follow-up is very key in this. Work, work with a person or a team that understands what they're doing. Always have foot to the floor as far as your gas pedal. Make sure that you're flooring it all the time. Don't slow down. Get to the finish line. No, you might hit a couple of cars along the way, a couple of walls, trees, houses, or whatever it is. I'm like, yeah. But you get the point. You want to be able. It's full throttle, full throttle. That, that might even be a great name for a book, full throttle, short sales. Um, all parties must be on the same page, homeowners, attorneys, title companies, mortgage people, right? Guys, don't be afraid to light a fire on people's, you know, under, under you know what, under the bucks. You want to make sure that you have everybody on the same page. If people aren't on the same page, well, I'm sorry. Maybe you might have to fire somebody. You might have to fire an attorney. You might have to file a type file, fire a title company. There's so many things that you might have to do to get out of your comfort zone to get these transactions closed. Oh, but my best friend is, you know, is the buyer agent and he has the buyer. So what? If he sucks, Tom, dude, you need to get out of the way. Let me do the job. Let me do your job. Let them collect whatever percentage you're going to get. Or tell them, dude, you suck. I need you to resign. Give the file to somebody else. Because you know what happens? You're wasting everybody's time. And God forbid that homeowner goes to foreclosure. Now what? What are you going to say? I'm sorry. Not going to work. You want to team up with leaders, people that have track records. Now, people said to me, Matt, how do I know that so-and-so is good at their job? I don't know because I don't know how credible they are. But I'll tell you this, there's a lot of people in the industry that are now starting to come out of the woodwork and now they're starting to promote themselves again. And they're, and they're, and they're saying, oh, well, I've been doing this for X amount of years. Sorry, they're full of shit. They haven't because they haven't been doing the volume that I've been doing and or they haven't been doing it on a national level. So it's funny to me that if you look back six months and some of their social media uh, marketing, you won't even see anything related to short sales on there. Google the people. Find out the people that you want to work with. It's okay. Dig deep. You know, I'm not saying do you know financial analysts on them to find out what's going on, but find out if the people are really, really credible. Ask people. Say, hey, have you ever worked with you know a real estate recovery group? Have you ever worked with you know ABC loss mitigation? Whatever it is. But most importantly, go with your gut. If your gut tells you all the box check, but you just don't feel right with that person, don't move forward. I've passed many times on working with people that I thought something was going to work out and it was going to be great. And in the end, I mean, it is what it is. It's either going to work or it's not going to work. If it doesn't work, it's okay. 
There's plenty of people out there that you can help. If you don't want to leave somebody behind, that's fine. Point them in a different direction if you don't think you can help that person. But most importantly, don't drive that person into foreclosure. And always work with people that are organized and get back to you. If they're not organized and they don't track their progress and they don't complete you know, notations and note systems properly, things are not going to be successful. It's important. You have to have continuity. So if God forbid you get hit by a bus tomorrow, everybody else who's working in that file knows what's going on. Makes sense? Probably not the best analogy, but, you know, sometimes I have the tackle or, you know, a jagged glass edge. Now, this is important, and I want everybody to understand this. So think about this very carefully, all right? If you had someone like, like, if you had somebody like me in your life over the course of 18 years, I think you could be more successful. I didn't. I actually had to go out and make myself. I had to make me be me so I could help me, so I could help others. I tell people all the time, put me in the hot seat. Cost no money. When I say I have no competition, I mean I have no competition. Only opportunity, right? There's plenty of opportunity that's out there. There's no competition. Once you realize that you have no competition and it's a level playing field, and that you can work with other people in, in other industries um, or at other agencies in other states and figure out a way to make your niche count, you're going to be successful. Now, if you don't like to play well with others and you're successful, then this message isn't for you. But I like to think that people want to think the same way that I do. Okay, So I appreciate everybody for watching this presentation and I want to offer you a free gift. As I said, there's no selling. All right. So I like to work with other people that want to work with me and that understand the craft. Now, if you want to take what I'm going to give you and run with it, congratulations. If you want to work with me, great. We're getting ready to the portion where we're going to be doing the Q&A. I want this to sink in. Nine out of 10. Nine out of 10 real estate agents are not and will not go out and look for distressed real estate. They want nothing to do with it. Uh, and this is solely based on the fact that maybe they had a bad experience with somebody that didn't know what they're doing. So there's plenty of ways where you guys can make money in this industry. I promise you that, okay? Here's the free offer I want to offer you. The link on the bottom of the screen, it's very easy. It's www.shortsellsavage.com slash forward cheat sheet. This is the formula that I've personally been using for the last 18 years to have the high success that I've had, which is a 96% success ratio on getting a short sale approved. Now, let me back up because I don't want people to say, well, that's bullshit, Matt. It's not. I'm not talking about the transactions closing. I'm talking about the high success rate with ratios because we're qualifying these short sales. And in most cases, we're working the short sales backwards to forwards to make sure that we have a high success rate. And that's why we have a high success rate. Thank you so much you know, for, for, for listening to this presentation and watching it. And I hope at least I help one person out there 
I'm Matt Marinoff, the short sale savage. Remember, it's not a known to get a restraining order. <laughs> I love it, Matt. I love it. This is awesome. Can you actually post that in the Q&A to make it even easier for our listeners to uh, go to that link? I'm going to go there actually myself and uh, get your free book here. There's no reason not to. Yeah, uh, I love it, man. That's awesome. That's so cool. I, you know, I've done a, a lot of short sales as well. In my career, that's actually how I got started as a realtor doing them. And yeah. I, I, I found the same thing, man. Uh, a lot of realtors did not know short sales. You know, this was right. 2010. Um, they would list them at what was owed to the bank. And I would be like, you don't list what's owed to the bank. You list them at what the property is bearing, what the sale price is going to be, what the property's yeah. worth. You know, in yeah. fact, try to list a little bit less than that. So you get a bidding war going. And uh, so I called all the expired short sale listings that didn't go anywhere. And the yeah. agents leave the owner's phone number on the internet because they just like couldn't, didn't want to deal with it anymore. So I'd reach out to them and get those listings. And that's how I started in this career, doing short sales, uh, crushing in that niche where a lot of realtors were just uneducated and scared yeah. and not willing to do the work, but not realizing you can work with teams like yours to do the work, to do the yeah. The, and heavy lifting behind the scenes that I hated, collecting the paperwork, going to the bank, you know, back and forth, um, keeping that level head with the bank. It was a lot of work. So yeah. teaming up with a company like yours made a lot of sense. And uh, realtors that didn't figure that out left a lot of money on the table, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome, man. It's good stuff. So yeah, put that uh, as a, uh, in the, uh, I think you could put in the chat to everyone, make sure it's, uh, oh, you know what? Uh, I'm going to, I think you, uh, sent it to me. I'm going to send it to everyone in the chat. Okay. Oh, I'm going to copy and paste it here in the, to everyone. Um, and that will allow everyone to see your free gift there. Okay. Awesome. Let's go through some of these questions while we got you on the line here. Um, and uh, let's see, we got a lot of great feedback here. And uh, of course, we'll send out the recording as well to everyone. Uh, we uh, will have that on Facebook. I'll download it. Um, so here's a question. Currently, what happens to the amount that is forgiven in a short sale? That's a good question. Um, so basically, the amount that's forgiven, obviously, it's just that. It, it, it is forgiven. Um, the, the homeowner is going to get a 1099C, uh, and chances are if they have a really good accountant or CPA, they should be able to make that go away. So... Uh, I would defer to an accountant or a CPA. I can't really answer that question, but that that is what happens. Um, the homeowner will get a 1099C. We let the sellers know uh, that this is going to happen. Uh, and obviously, it, doing a short sale is better than having a foreclosure and dealing with the ramifications of what could happen with that. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Um, yes. Uh, by the way, Stella, absolutely. It is on Facebook live. So I, we will have the full recording. So that's good for everyone there. And you can always share that with anyone else who missed this here. Here's a question from uh, John. Uh, I'm an investor, not an agent in New York. I have been learning short sales, but have had, haven't had success. Uh, do you work with New York investors to cross the finish line? Absolutely. So, you know, like I said, 2015, uh, I went nationwide with my services to help people. And it's funny because you're finding me here on this Zoom. Uh, we've actually picked up multiple people over some of the podcast shows that we've been on in other states uh, that want to team up and work with work with real estate recovery groups. So, yeah, absolutely. If you want to reach out, not a problem. Love to help. 
Cool, cool. All right. And here's one. Uh, uh, I know you breezed through this kind of quickly with the slide. I think you could dig into it a little bit more if you'd like. Uh, where to find short sale houses? How do you find short so, sales? Yeah. So, I mean, look, there's a whole marketing different, you know, campaign you could do with that. Um, we have people out there driving for dollars. Um, I have investors that actually work with multiple real estate agents and they actually go by counties uh, or they go by certain ter ter territories. And uh, they have them, you know, scour looking at houses that, you know, might look run down, um, grass might be high, uh, newspapers on the front lawn, on their driveway, garbage cans, you know, thrown around, but looks like they haven't really moved. There's a brown spot underneath the grass. Uh, going to the county courthouse has been a complete godsend for me. And it's funny because people that I work with and they train, they're like, oh my God, why are you giving all that information away to people? Why are you telling people that? Well, I mean, Aaron, you know as well as I do. The majority of the people that are in the, our industry, they are professional, uh, what is it? They go to you know the investment club meetings. Uh, they go to the Zoom meetings. They go to their meetings. They're, you know, they're they're not proactive in getting out there. So I'm not really worried too much, like I said, about competition. So you don't have to worry about that. Lease pendants websites. Obviously, there's multiple different companies that are out there that offer stuff like that. Uh, there's skip tracing companies that you can Google online. There's actually services that you can use for cold callers. You can either give them the list. Uh, people that are in distress, or you could pay them, I'm not sure what the extra money is, they can pull, you know, by county or sector or whatever it is, uh, wherever you are in the United States, and that can actually get the leads for you, uh, and they can reach out to those people and do live transfers. So there's a lot of different ways where you can locate these people, but I would say the best thing to do, truly, is go to the local uh, county uh, court site and look what's on there and do your research. Now, if you're a real estate agent and you don't have access to certain MLSs and you start calling people, look, oh, but my house is, is already listed. And then you, you might get a nasty phone call from that listing agent saying, hey, why are you trying to promote yourself to my client? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Very good. Very good. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I like your uh, persistence there. That's uh, that's quite a lot of uh, persistence. No, it ain't. In a note, you get a restraining order. That's good. Uh, it could be good good dating advice, too. It depends, you know, how you, how you go about things in your life. Yeah. Right. I'm going to keep this PG, so correct. Okay. okay. Very good. We'll do another webinar about uh, dating advice from Matt. That'll be a good one. Hmm. It's your second book. Uh, okay. Here's one more. What would you say is the best opener when you contact pre-foreclosure leads? Uh, do you acknowledge that they are in distress right away? That's a great question. So here's what I tell people. If you're going to call somebody, maybe not say your last name and the company you're working with. Just call them like, hey, Jack. Hey, hi, Jack. This is Matt. How are you? So happy I got you on the line. No, I know. We don't know each other, but I feel like we know each other. Um, I actually noticed that um, you have a love for bulldogs. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, I'm a little bit of a stalker. I looked up on social media. Uh, I'm, a, I'm an investor or I'm a real estate agent, uh, or I hate the word, I'm a wholesaler. And, and then, you know, and then you break into why you're calling. So for me, look, I'm an 85% close ratio when I talk to people on the phone, but I'm wow. also talking, I'm also talking with people that's kind of like a lukewarm call. But even mm -hmm. if it wasn't, I would take the approach of, 
I'm going to help you. We're going to be friends. I'm not going to be pushy. I'm not going to sell myself to you. But I'm going to ask this really super, super, super important question. Guys, if anything else, here's another golden nugget. Are you looking for options? Hmm. I see your property might be in distress. Are you looking for options to get out of the current situation that you're in? Tell me what's going on. You'd be surprised how many people will start talking to you. Shut up and listen to what they have to say. Then you go from there. Oh, my gosh. The power of listening. You know, I, I cannot stand being on the phone with people that just keep cutting you off and like don't listen to what you're saying. You know, and it's funny. I've actually I get sold all the time from, you know, running a business here. I've, I'm constantly yeah. being sold services and I'll get salespeople calling me and I'll like start talking about my business and my passion and my vision. You know, like, just let me talk, bro. They'll like cut me off and be like, yeah, well, you need my marketing. So I'll be like, whoa, whoa, I immediately don't like you. And I'm not going to buy your marketing service. Like, you know how many marketing services advertising. So it's just, uh, it's really interesting. You let them talk, let people talk, you know, yeah. amazing what to tell you. Yeah. That's good stuff. Um, all right, Matt, this has been awesome. This has been very exciting. Uh, so, uh, impressive, uh, presentation here and just a quick uh, span of time. So very cool stuff. Um, looks like that's most of the questions we have right now. I there's a note here that someone tried to download uh, the book and it didn't work. I don't know if that was just for them or if anyone else had that issue, but I'm sure if there's an issue there, Matt will test it out and, and fix it if there is. So, uh, but, um, that could have just been that individual. So anyway, um, very awesome stuff, Matt, do you have any parting words for our listeners? Yeah, I mean, look, obviously, you know, if you're out there and you're new and you're fresh and you want to learn more, you can reach out to me. Best thing to do, honestly, to get started, because I'm I'm not here to really promote myself, per se. I just wanted to bring awareness, uh, as I told Darren when he told me. The cheat sheet itself, the seven steps, in my opinion, is massive. That alone is probably worth a ridiculous amount of money. Uh, but once you download that, you'll have the opportunity to get my contact information. Uh, and I even give my personal cell phone uh, because I treat my, you know, the, the clients and the prospects. I treat everybody like family because that's how I want to be treated. So if you treat people like that, you'll be very successful in short sales. Yeah, absolutely, Matt. And that's always the way you've, you've done business with me as well. I've known you for a long time now, uh, probably, probably like eight years or so. And um you know, we've really, uh, I've seen you grow as well through the years. You've seen us as well, People's Capital Group here, flourish into a successful real estate syndication. And uh, to our viewers here, now uh, Matt is more on the active side of real estate. He helps realtors and investors and homeowners and, and different people in the industry to facilitate their short sales the right way. So he's an awesome team to, uh, guy to team up with there. Great company. I've, I've worked with his company. They are very good. And uh, now we're more on the passive side of real estate. So we help people invest their capital into apartment buildings. We have an in-house property management company, and that allows those investors to get uh, all the benefits of real estate, like cash flow and tax depreciation and big lump sums upon the refinance. So that's what we do here at People's Capital Group. And we've been doing that about 10 years here, and we really focus on helping people invest in New Jersey apartment buildings. So if you want to learn more about that, I see a lot of people on the webinar today. It was great. Over 40 people have been watching us here this uh, morning. So really exciting stuff. But as I said, if you want to get more to the passive side of real estate investing, build your wealth with the pros. That's what we do here at People's Capital Group. You can check us out at People's Capital Group. Com. We actually have an offering, but we only have a couple spots left on. So if you want to take a look at that and learn more about 
our current private offering. Go to peoplescapitalgroup.com. Let's schedule a call. In fact, what I'm going to do on my end is I'm going to put in the chat my free offering, and that is a link to schedule a call with me. And uh, that way we can connect. I can talk to you about how we help people invest in real estate and learn more about your investment goals and see if they're a fit for what we do here at People's Capital Group. Um, but that's about it for me tonight, uh, today. I do have uh, another call coming up at noon, so I want to jump off to that. I'm always connecting with new investors, so it's important to get on my schedule there. It fills up pretty quick. And Matt, I'm going to download your book. I love what you're doing, man. It, it, you really inspire me. Uh, you're just a guru in the space, so it's uh, really good stuff there. And uh, thanks so much for coming on today. Can I just say that if people do want to get the book, they can go to Amazon and they can either put my name in or they could put the name of the book, which is short sell savage okay amazon short sell savage awesome awesome and then uh matt we also have your uh contact information you pretty much google matt marinoff he'll pop up you can always <laughs> email him or reach out to him uh through email i'm sure you can coordinate that way but it's on amazon and uh that's awesome Let, let's buy it on amazon Let, help, help matt with his book sales and let's let's buy it on amazon okay enough of this free stuff let's go to amazon let's pay matt a few bucks let's buy his book Let's give him a good review on Amazon so more people buy his book as well. That's really the right. If you want to help Matt out and learn more about this process, let's go do that. That's a cool, that's a good idea. Awesome. And you can look, you can actually look at some of the reviews. I think we're up to like 31 reviews now. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Thanks, Very good stuff. It. Thanks for having me on. Thanks a lot, my friend. Have a good day. We'll talk soon. You too. Take care. Thank you. Uh -huh.